0: I've got some really interesting information. The first thing is the unimaginable. When I break this down to you, you are going to have your mind blown. The second thing we got to look at is the buybacks. I haven't covered this in a while, but it is going off the charts right now. And the third thing we are going to look at, oh, Canada, that's right. I'm going to show you what's going on there with the real estate market and the attempts, the fake attempts at trying to slow this down i'll show you why that is absolutely not the case this applies to you no matter where you are in the world though but it's just a good example let's go This to me is bombshell. I'm going to show you two things right here that are extremely important as it relates to the debt that's happening within the stock market. People are taking out margin like we've never seen before in history. S&P 500 and the FINRA margin debt monthly chart. This goes back to 1997 and you know the excessive risk taking that was happening during the late 90s And of course, again, several periods, but we had this leading up to the financial crisis as well. It's not new record highs for margin debt that we worry about. This is Bank of America, by the way. We get concerned when margin debt stops rising. June 2021 is a potentially bearish peak for margin debt. We'll see what happens. You know that there have been instances before where there are pullbacks, there are corrections in the markets. These do happen. It's not necessarily that the entire stock market needs to collapse, but you could have setbacks along the way. And these are the different examples when what we are seeing right now had occurred. So they're just trying to highlight June 2021. I hope you could see that. Similar event may 2018 april 2015 april 2011 2007 and march of 2000 it is interesting to say the least whether or not it will be like some of these other blips right because in some cases it comes down comes back up and then eventually falls so nobody really knows what's going to happen but i think what's really telling is the fact that the margin debt is absolutely off the charts. Off the charts. What are people doing using margin at this rate? It shouldn't even be used to begin with. But people think, well, you know, I only have $25, but I can make that $100 using margin. Now that's fantastic on the way up. But what happens on the way down? The average amateur retail investor I understand the desire to want to get maximum appreciation, but the pain that will be felt on the way down will be the worst we have ever seen in history. We know that. That's one reason why. Here's another. Net free credit and the S&P 500 monthly chart. Free credit balances, net of margin debt, net free credit, moved to a record negative level of minus $433 billion in July, if net free credit begins to rise, it could send a bearish signal for U.S. equities. And you're seeing kind of the same patterns. I'm not going to highlight them all again, but the same sort of situation. This basically tells you that individual investors today are at the absolute most risk-taking and leverage that we have ever seen before. There are different ways to measure it, but on so many different levels, we are at the peak we have ever seen in history. And along with that, we've seen the stock market at the highest it's ever been, every single day, just beating new records, beating new records. But what is underlying all of this? Is this sustainable and will this end well? Some say... No, but some say yes. Short interest for the typical stock is extremely low. Hey, ringing little bells in your ear at all? Look at this, 1.5% median S&P 500 stock. Short interest as a percentage of the market cap. 1.5% back in 2000, 1.5% today. We're not necessarily saying you know just because the same thing occurs, it's suddenly going to turn everything around. No, but what it does tell you is that we are seeing the risk-taking like we've never seen before. It is ridiculous to suggest that the market is safe and sound when we have indicator after indicator after indicator showing that it is absolutely not the case. Now, before we get into the money GPS insights to break it all down, make it simple, I wanted to show you this. It's an interview with Jim Grant, and essentially he made a bunch of different points related to the Federal Reserve and their actions and why this is not going to end well. And while they have made the markets quite pacified and analysts and just about everybody ignore reality, um, astute investors should be aware of the obvious Um, destruction of the internal mechanisms of the financial markets. The Federal Reserve is gearing up for the annual Jackson Hole meeting. They have titled The Gathering Macroeconomics in an Uneven Economy. Grant said he would title it gasoline on house fire or hoses in a hurricane. This is the quote, because $120 billion a month in asset purchases is an economy that is bounding and running with good health. The stock market is at all-time highs, 4,000-year lows in interest rates, and on and on. You wonder why the Fed is in crisis mode. Indeed, even as the markets speculate about the possibility of a Fed taper, the central bank continues QE infinity. It launched at the beginning of 2000. Every week or so, the balance sheet climbs to a new record. Meanwhile, pundits obsess over issues or if the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, will appear in Jackson Hole in person. So you have big problems, and yet the focus is not on what's actually going to matter. That's the key right now what we are seeing today let's just say it let's be straight up this is the most risk taking we have ever seen before by far more risk taking equals ends badly there's no other way to put it this is what happens every time there is this excessive risk taking they always take it too far and then the pain is of course felt in a proportionate amount And the last thing I want to discuss here is that investors must understand the level of risk management that they're putting into play. Most people have nothing, no risk management whatsoever. It's simply the attainment of maximum appreciation. And that right there right now at this time is not wise. Understand what's going on in your portfolio at a more deep level let's take a look at the buybacks right now. S&P 500 sectors announced buybacks. You could see over the last three months, infotech, obviously, tech companies at the very top of the list, healthcare materials, and then financials as well, okay? Big stuff, big stuff going on. You could see that as soon as the market started to dip down just a little bit, the S&P 500, you had record bank buybacks, and that pushed the market higher. Looking at the financials-led buybacks on the left-hand side, buybacks by sector, financials, tech, consumer discretionary, and so on. And then on the right-hand side, buybacks concentrated in large caps, okay? Obviously, we know this always is the case, but I'm just showing you. And which stocks performed real, real well throughout this period? Oh, wait a minute. Could it be the large cap stocks? Could it be the fact that the biggest buyer of stocks since 2009 happens to be the stocks themselves? Oh my goodness gracious buybacks by corp clients accelerating corporate clients you could see right now there are always this ups and downs and so on but right now that is in an acceleration as you can see and on the right hand side corporate client buybacks leading uh red on s&p 500 buybacks okay it just shows you essentially um you know this is sort of variable but i'm just trying to show you this Year over year, as you can see, the light blue line, but the four week average buybacks year over year, that is really, really high at this time. Depends on the black up here. There's a lot to that, but I just want to show you all the data I can. Anyway, moving on. Lumber's boom bust cycle sets producers up for year end rally. So we saw the price going up in a straight line to 1700 It came down now. The last time I checked was 470 approximately. And now they're suggesting it can go higher. Seasonality charts show that lumber stocks, lumber stocks gain post-September drop. Royal Bank of Canada says worst of the sector's route has passed. Now, if all of the commodities are rising, of course, it can be pulled up with it. There's a correction. There's no doubt about it. Clearly a big, big correction. So could it move up 20%? many say that that's the case. This article here, which will be in the description as always under the sources, is for you to take a look at if you are interested in that, okay? I know a lot of people wanna take advantage of what's happening. I can't give financial advice, but I can certainly point you to the articles, the information that you need to know, then you can do what you want. Shelf shortage. Christmas could be canceled as UK food shortage crisis hits supermarket. You know, the UK is dealing with so many problems right now. Just trying to move product in, I have experienced, is an absolute disaster. It's a nightmare trying to get products in there. And this was like Two years ago or, or last year or whatever it was, it is just a mess still today. And they're just trying to show you that. I don't know how widespread this kind of thing is, but they've got a couple of images to show you anyway. Now, Canada, Canada, you've got to listen to this. If you are in Canada, you know what high real estate prices are all about. Trudeau promises new incentives worth billions and a tax on flipping to help Canadians buy a home. So what do you have When you're dealing with too much intervention, that's right, a solution of more intervention. Then you got this one. Trudeau targets big Canadian banks vowing a surtax on the profits. Both of these, listen, hear me out. Both of these, adding taxes, adding regulations, adding all of this madness on top doesn't get to the root of the problem how do you resolve these both of these things and just about everything i've talked about today letting interest rates rise understand what i said not setting interest rates to a higher level which is what they do but allowing them to rise naturally the market would be loving higher interest rates and i mean the 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 structure of the market not not the stocks of course they're going to react negatively to it but this is what I'm talking about. People need to be aware of this. But of course, they just want more regulation, more, more, and more. There wouldn't be so much speculation in the real estate market if it wasn't for interest rates being so low. There wouldn't be these problems that we have with higher interest rates. It's just madness. Look, if you want the real deal, you've got to join the insiders thousands and thousands of people have got on already already you know this is all on my tab there, there is no selling here in the insiders okay I am trying to get as many people on this because I want to get around this censorship and all the nonsense I'm tired of it and it's free it's free for you to sign up it's available here at this card or you can get on at the moneygps.com if you want to support this channel, You can hit that thumbs up button by clicking the like button. As always, you make Janet Yellen smile. And if you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. Click it and I'll see you there.